It's really easy to be critical of another person's mistakes. It's easy to humiliate and belittle them because they've been so stupid. But it's deadly. I'm Richard Fox and this is Messages of Hope. Have you ever been embarrassed in public for a mistake you've made? What did it feel like? Were you able to bounce back? It's hard to get over being ridiculed, whether it's in public or in private. So where do you go to restore your self-esteem and rise above the ridicule? Not long ago, my wife was walking back from a conference. The streets weren't completely deserted, but empty enough to be a bit scary for a woman walking alone in one of our big cities at night time. She heard a ruckus behind her, getting closer. It was a group of young blokes, skateboards in hands, tattoos on display, loud shouting, coarse swearing, proclaiming their presence to anyone who'd take notice. She kept walking. They kept gaining on her. The rattle of a couple of skateboards started up. This was going to get serious, she thought. Then something happened. One of the lads had tried a manoeuvre on his board that didn't come off. He sprawled to the ground on the edge of the gutter. Immediately, the gang turned on him. The leader of the pack started shouting, uh, minus the four-letter words, You stupid idiot! Jeez, you're dumb! What a dork! Everybody's looking at you. Can't you see how weak you are? The others laughed at him. It was clearly good sport. It was entertainment at the expense of someone else's failure. Clearly, if you couldn't stand the heat in the skateboard kitchen, you had to get out. No mercy, just judgment. It's really easy to be critical of another person's mistakes. It's easy to humiliate and belittle them because they've been so stupid but it's deadly. Bondi Rescue wouldn't be the same if the lifeguard stood on the beach and shouted advice to a non-swimmer in trouble. What do you think you're doing out there? What were you thinking? At least you could have worn a life jacket. What an idiot. Try harder. Just do the best you can to get out of the rip. Do you really expect me to come in after you? Well, thank God that's not his message to us. Christ didn't come to us like this. Here we were, sprawled in the gutter, unable to love, without the power to forgive, unable to find peace for our troubled consciences. But Jesus didn't stand off at a distance, shouting abuse at us for being such dorks. He came to us to love and to forgive. And on the cross, as he was surrounded by the swearing, spitting mob who crucified him, he prayed, Father, Forgive them. They don't know what they're doing. Do you ever feel like there's more negative energy in the world than positive? It's so easy to feel hopeless with the daily reports of murders, terrorism and abuse. On a more personal level, do you feel built up and encouraged by those around you or find yourself the target of jokes and put-downs? Today, Noel Dew is talking about where to find hope when everything feels negative. Love, joy and peace. They're really the most powerful and important words in the English language. And then if you add to them a few words like patience, goodness, kindness, gentleness, self-control, you end up with a very impressive list indeed. But it's not just a list of words. How much we long for them and how much the nations of the world want them if they marked all of our lives, it would be heaven on earth. But try as we might, 
or as the United Nations might, we're still on the outside looking in. We might think that we can generate love, joy, peace, patience, or any of the other words I've mentioned, but we find we reach our limits very, very quickly. None of them comes from us. The bad news is this. We think they do. We think they do come from us. And in some ways, perhaps they should. But they don't. And when they don't, we shoot one another for not having them, with our words or with our weapons. Despite our best efforts, we've never been able to love our enemies or to do good to those who despitefully use us or forgive freely and totally without regret. These things have to come to us from above. At Christmas, heaven did come to earth. Jesus came to us, full of the fruit of the Spirit. He lived his whole life in love, joy, peace, patience, goodness, and all the other things we've spoken of. And he got himself crucified because of it. It just shows you how far short our ideas of love and goodness are, that we would kill the only man who ever lived them out. But that's the very point. He's done what we can't do. Jesus did love his enemies. He did do good to those who despitefully used him, and he did forgive freely and totally without regret. So let's ask, whom did he love? The answer, you and me. And to whom does he do good? The answer, you and me. And who has he forgiven freely and without regret? Right again, you and me. It's all so different from the way we normally act or think. Have you ever been ridiculed for something you did or for saying something that didn't come out right? Were you able to bounce back and restore your self-esteem? Your experience could encourage someone else in a similar position by sharing your story on our Facebook page. Simply go to Facebook and search for our channel, Messages of Hope. That's Facebook, Messages of Hope. Stay tuned for more of Noel. Today, Noel Jew has been talking about how easy it is to criticise others and how hard it is to bounce back from ridicule. The good news is there is someone who can free us from both extremes. Everything Jesus did, he did by the power of the Spirit of God. He perfectly lived out the love, joy, peace, patience and goodness that we've tried so hard to attain but could never reach. And today he doesn't stand off at a distance, telling us to copy him if we could only rise to the challenge. Nor does he pile ridicule upon us for our failure. Instead, he stands up for us. When no one else would or no one else could, he stands in for us. When we had no one to represent us, he stands beside us when we thought we were all alone. This is what brings true love and joy and peace to our hearts. We don't need something or someone that throws us back on ourselves. God's not waiting for us to pick up the mess of our broken lives and sort it all out before he'll give us a kindly glance. If that's the way God had related to us, we'd have no hope at all. We'd just be trapped in eternal failure, part of a gang that kicks us when we're down. But the man of love, joy and peace has come to us to bring love, joy and peace to us. He knows how stupid we've been. He's fully aware of what idiotic things we've done and how we failed time and again. But he's not expecting us to do what we can't do. 
He's not expecting us to get ourselves out of the rip. He's come to us to do what we couldn't do. He restores our souls. His word to you is not one of condemnation, but freedom, because Jesus is with you face to face. Do you feel like love, joy and peace are lacking in your life? Do you struggle with the expectations of others and yourself? Contact us for the free booklet, Contentment. It has practical strategies for finding a place of peace within yourself and the world around you. For your free copy of Contentment, phone free call 1-800-353-350. That's 1-800-353-350. Or go to messagesofhope.org.au. That's messagesofhope.org.au. I'm Richard Fox, a pastor of the Lutheran Church, where love comes to life. I hope you can join us next week to hear Sue's story. 20 years ago, her son was diagnosed with schizophrenia. Listen in to hear how that affected her life as a mother. 